Welcome to Musings of a Middle-Aged Man. I am your host, David Olson. When I look at the Northern Lights, I see our ancestors dancing around a sacred fire, lighting the way for us when it's time for us to cross over from this physical world and join them. Tilda Molly Larkin I stand on the boat deck wrapped in layers surrounded by four score and more tourists all with the common goal of a Northern Lights experience in the sea about half an hour from Reykjavik, Iceland. My feet are numb. The lack of sensation creeps up from through my legs, torso, arms, and painting hands. The only part of me not suffering the bone chill is the area directly beneath my thick, knit cap though the flesh at the periphery feels like it might shatter like a mirror slamming to the ground sending shards splintering in all directions. My one saving grace, the chemical hand warmer dispensing a soft warmth barely felt, quickly fading when changing hands. I had little belief the magical green, dancing lights would show across the heavens. This lack of belief a pessimistic interpolation based on the futility of two nights previous when, under similar conditions, the lights opted to remain hidden behind the veil of night. On that first outing, the planetary K-index, known as KP, was rated 5, a high value with a healthy promise of northern light activity, a promise broken by the universe. This night, two evenings later, the KP rating is a 3, meaning less favorable conditions. Boarding the boat, a short-lived, Green streak stretched across the night sky wetting my appetite for the celestial phenomenon, a green streak that did not last long adding to my concern this would be a second night when the four-hour, out-and-back ride would take me to the edge of frostbite yielding only bitter cold infiltrating my deepest bones. On this night, the lights appeared in all their celestial glory. The green came in waves stretching from one end of the heavens to the other, magical greenish-yellow lights dancing vertically and horizontally with the occasional flash of pink at the edges. These were brief interludes in the sky dance disappearing almost as soon as they were spotted. The sky was lit up for a couple of hours drawing oohs and ahs from the passengers. The Borealis wasn't a constant from start to finish but was consistent enough to keep my eyes glued to the sky helping me forget I was chilled to the bones. Being an energetic celestial phenomenon, it is no surprise humanity has ascribed mystical interpretations to assuage curious souls. The Sami people have a nefarious interpretation that the lights are the souls of the dead and you should not talk about the lights. Catching their attention may entice them to reach down and carry you up to the sky. This drives many Sami to stay indoors when the lights are dancing across the sky. Eskimos believe they could summon the Borealis to converse with dead relatives. The interpretation that sits best with me comes from the aboriginal inhabitants of the Great Turtle currently going by the name of America. They see the northern lights as torches carried by spirits tasked with leading the souls of the recently deceased over the abyss into a land of plenty. While watching the lights and after hearing the soul mythologies, I immediately thought of my deceased mother. I imagined, no, I believe hers was one of those souls on display and she was reaching down to comfort my soul. She died in early 2020. The journey to the land of plenty is distant, the sky vast, the journey a long one. I can easily see it taking a few years to complete the passage, a few years for her to watch from above over her still expanding brood where we original six birthed her grandchildren further expanding into great-grandchildren and someday great, great-grandchildren. Such was her love for her family. I can easily envision her dragging her heels gifting her additional time to love us from the heavens. February 9, 2023